0: This is Rhema for Today.
1: And God's already made the provision. He's bound to be willing for you to have it. He's already made the provision for it. And He wants you baptized with the Holy Ghost more than you want to be baptized. He yearns to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. He yearns to heal you more than you desire to be healed. Now, I've had this happen those very same people that had been seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost for a year, 25 years, 30 years, as I talked to them, as they began to see the willingness of God, the mercy of God, and that that's exactly what he wanted to do.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching on God's Healing Mercies series on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. I stand at the door and
1: knock. Whosoever will or whosoever will open the door, hallelujah, hallelujah, then he'll come in. He's not an intruder. He's not an outlaw. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. So that's what I mean by making it possible for God to do for you what he wants to do in his word. You know, I've talked to people, uh, like for instance, in seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and, and said the same thing to them about healing, uh, that had been seeking for years, years, years. I don't mean just four or five years, 15, 20, 25 years. Love the Lord. Why didn't God just go ahead and baptize him with the Holy Ghost anyway? And I've said to them, you see, to stimulate their faith, to get them to believing right because their believing was wrong. That's quite obvious or they would receive by now. I said, God wants to baptize you with the Holy Ghost more than you want it. They looked at you in disbelief. They couldn't believe that. I said, God's more willing to, give, to fill you with the Holy Ghost than you're willing to be filled. Just like he's more willing to save the sinner than the sinner is willing to be saved. He's willing all the time. He's been willing to save the sinner before the foundation of the world. Because in the Bible, we read that the Bible said Christ was as a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. You see? The problem's not getting God willing, but to get the sinner willing. I pointed that out. And I said, you see, the Holy Ghost and healing, likewise, are gifts, just like a, the new birth's a gift. And God's already made the provision. He's bound to be willing for you to have it. He's already made the provision for it. And He wants you baptized with the Holy Ghost more than you want to be baptized. He yearns to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. He yearns to heal you more than you desire to be healed. Now, I've had this to happen. Those very same people that had been seeking to baptize in the Holy Ghost for a year, twenty-five years, thirty years, as I talked to them, as they began to see the willingness of God, the mercy of God, and that that's exactly what He wanted to do. Without any further seeking, while I'm still talking, I've had them just lift the hand and start talking in tongues instantly. They accepted His gift. Seen the same thing happen with healing, when you could get them into the position that their minds and their hearts, you see, was filled with the knowledge of God. And realize that he wants me well more than I want to be well. And what a desire we have if we're sick to be well. I know I've been there. But he wants you well more than you want to be well. He yearns. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, it's not faith in God's power that secures his blessing, but it's faith in his love and in his will. Now, you see, you hear people everywhere say, well, I know God's able. See, that's faith in his power. In other words, that means he can do it. But the same people go right on, just like they were. Notice the first statement in our text, here in Psalm 145, 8, the first statement, the Lord is gracious. Now, that might be a little bit blind to us. I don't know. In other words, he's full of grace. But, but another translation reads, the Lord is disposed to show favors. That means he wants to. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's not wanting to withhold from you. He's disposed to show favors. The Lord is disposed to show favors. That's another way of saying the Lord is gracious. He's full of grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! He's disposed to show favors. Dwell on that a little while, man. If that won't set your heart to jumping, I don't know what will. And you know, your heart, your spirit, on the inside of you, glory. Now, you see this glorious fact that shines with such a brilliancy all through the scriptures has, as Brother Bosworth said, been so eclipsed by modern theology that we hear everywhere the Lord is able instead of hearing the Lord is gracious or the Lord is willing. And that's what we ought to hear. Hundreds, Brother Bosworth said, I'm quoting him now, he said, hundreds needing healing have come or written to us saying concerning their need of deliverance, the Lord is able. The Lord is able. But their teachings, as well as their lack of teaching, has kept them from knowing that the Lord is willing. And that's what we've got to come to know, that he's not only able, but willing. Brother Barnsworth went on to say, How much faith does it take to say the Lord is able? None. None. Are you listening? how much faith, Brother Bosworth said, does it take to say the Lord is able? And I like this statement that he made. He said the devil knows God's able and he knows, the devil knows that he's willing. But he's kept the people from knowing the latter fact. He don't care for you knowing he's able but he don't want you to find out that God's willing. Hallelujah. Now, Brother Barsworth went on to say, Satan is willing. We shall magnify the Lord's power because he knows that's not enough sufficient basis for faith. But he knows the Lord's compassion and willingness is a sufficient basis for faith. Let's magnify his compassion. Let's magnify his willingness. Now, Brother Bosworth went on to say, before praying for the healing of people, we have to wait to teach them the word of God until they can say, the Lord is gracious or willing, instead of saying, the Lord is able. Brother Bosworth went on to say, this is exactly what Jesus had to do before healing the leper. Who said, If thou wilt, thou canst. He showed his willingness so that the man could really expect healing. Well, now you know, if you've been in these classes, of course, many folks haven't been here, but some of you have, that again and again we've we have presented many, many, many scriptural proofs of the Lord's present willingness to heal. But even when we advance, From saying, he's able, to saying, he is willing, this is not enough. The word willing, as Brother Bosworth put it, is too tame to fully express God's merciful attitude toward us. Now, let's look at some scriptures concerning God's merciful attitude toward us. And of course, his merciful attitude toward us reveals his willingness toward us. Look at Micah, the 7th chapter, 18th verse. It says, he delighteth in mercy. Now, I want you to hold in mind that mercy does not just have to do with forgiveness of sin. It has to do with healing. You could read that like this. He delighteth in the mercy of forgiveness. He delighteth in the mercy of healing. Remember the 103rd Psalm? Third verse, you know, remember it said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all of his benefits. His benefits. Remember the text said here the Lord is gracious. The Lord is willing, is disposed to bestow his favors. Well, his favors would be his benefits, wouldn't it? The Lord is disposed to bestow his favors. So the psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, forget not all of his favors or benefits. What are they? Well, here's two of them. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Hallelujah. Isn't that what he said, 103rd Psalm, 3rd verse? Bless the Lord. Oh, my, my, my. You can just stop and have a shouting spell right there. Just have a camp meeting on 103rd Psalm, the (laughs) 3rd verse. Wouldn't be a better place to camp, would it? (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, he delighteth. What does he, God, delight in? Micah, the 7th chapter, 18. He delighteth in mercy. Now, don't just think about how merciful he is to forgive. Think about how merciful he is to heal. All right. We have his attitude more fully expressed in 2 Chronicles, the 16th chapter and the 9th verse. This is the attitude of God, hallelujah, toward mankind. Notice, 2 Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Now, this text exhibits the fact that our Lord is not only willing but eager to pour his blessings in great profusion upon all those who make it possible for him to do so. Because he said he's, he's running around looking for somebody.
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD series Discovering Jesus by Kenneth Hagin. Next in this offer is a CD from Kenneth E. Hagin entitled Christ the Deliverer. All this for the special price of $18. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, org, Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
2: We have a special day coming up. Mm-hmm. It's called International Rhema Day, yes. Sunday, May the 3rd. Yes. And somebody said, well, what is International Rhema Day? Well, it's a day that we've set aside, and we've been doing this for several years now, where individuals, groups, and churches are invited to participate with Rhema for that one day. With Praying for Rhema, we have yes. 256 campuses and 51 nations and support Rama with a financial gift, mm-hmm. and then to tell others about Rama, right. and, and get students here, people that you think that would benefit from coming to Rhema. Yes, That's what International Rhema Day is all about. If you want to know more about it, you can go to rhema.org slash IRD, yes. and find out all about it. But we would welcome you as an individual, as a group of people, or as a church to get involved with us on International Rhema Day. And I want to thank you ahead of
0: time for doing that. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on God's Healing Mercies series. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.